0: Welcome to one more edition of Politics and Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Today we are here with Jerry Locke, who is the director of the Texas Drought Project, which was founded in 2009. Jerry, how are you doing today?
2: I'm doing fine.
0: (laughs) Well, look, uh, first of all, busy,
2: busy, but doing fine.
0: Well, I mean, you should be busy because we have a hell of a lot of problems in this country to correct. So um, that you're busy. That's absolutely true i i I think that your business says quite a bit, but anyhow, we're here to talk about uh biden 's climate plan or or the pieces that we like and the pieces that you're concerned about so why don't uh let me pass you the ball and tell me what it is exactly first of all that Texas drought project is all about
2: Well, we were formed in two thousand and nine. Right after Waxman-Markey, the first big national bill, and we've been, we've had, you know, big projects, especially in the last five years. We, 2015, we got 228 Texas organizations, all the the big organizations we wanted to sign a really strong resolution on climate. 2016, we got over 65% of the delegates at the Texas uh, Democratic Convention in San Antonio to sign another really strong statement on climate. Uh, and that was with one of the the delegate, one of the presidential candidates, working against us all day long. But we have lots of good volunteers, uh, and then we had successes in twenty seventeen, the uh, twenty eighteen. Uh, but the last two years have been given almost entirely to trying to figure out a good, you know, to support the Green New Deal uh, and get a, a really good climate bill because. Uh, our calculations and these are scientific calculations are that at best we have four more years and that's four more years globally to cut or at least in the big emitters globally to cut admissions or we will face the worst of climate change okay
0: when when you say things like that four more years and i I, i'm going to play a sort of devil's advocate you know i'm 100 percent behind the green new deal but when you put a number out, like in four more years, something is going to happen. What is it that people are going to see in four more years, in your opinion? Um,
2: there, there, there's an organization. I, I don't want to go too far in this, but there's an organization called the IPCC, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. They were they're kind of considered the gold standard, but they're not because the way they were set up, they were set up to be really conservative, um, and and they are. And every six years they issue a report, they look back at the report six years before that, and every every single time they underestimate what is going to happen. And one way that they are really conservative is that they uh, the scientists, really good scientists, thousands of them write a scientific statement and then that statement is edited line by line by politicians from the, from the uh, member country, 195 member countries. So what comes out is much more a political statement than a scientific statement. Two years ago, they said we have 12 years left, again, to make significant cuts globally or face the worst of climate change. And as soon as I saw that, I said, I bet you it's only six or less because that's, that's what happens in their reports. You know there's a long, they have a long track record of underestimating what's going to happen. So, we looked at some uh, others' uh, organizations. Um, there was one, especially uh, Christina Figueres, and people probably don't know her name, but she was real important. She was head of the UN climate negotiations. Uh, she was head of that from Copenhagen in 09 through the Paris Accord. Um, and she saw everything. And that was the, the, the six most vital years. And she saw everything. She's, you know, she heard everything. And she signed a, uh, a letter three and a half years ago uh, with a bunch of other scientists and uh, saying we had very little time left. Uh, we've decided I have granddaughters, I have sons, I know lots of other people, I can't eliminate hope and she could be wrong. Um, so what we're going with is a guy, Anderson at Harvard, he's professor emeritus. Uh, he was the one that found the hole in the ozone and led the fight to, to solve that problem. A year ago, he said we have five years, so that leaves four years left. Um, i could you know so that's where it comes from and the worst of climate change is not the fires and the hurricanes which are horrible that we're, we're witnessing but it's when there isn't food on the table there's ecological collapse and that that is already happening in the southern third of africa so i think what um, you're
0: saying is that you get the, you get the temperature variations and the changes that causes the growth patterns around the world to change which then create uh starvation correct
2: yeah yeah it'll be there will be uh in southern africa they're, they're, they, it's a combination of drought and and uh but also that their crops just aren't coming in and their livestock are dying and they're kind of the canary in the coal mine in terms of climate they're leading, and that was always. Everyone always knew that Africa would lead, and Africa is leading in terms of the impact. Yeah, well, right
0: it's now. actually the biggest, the real biggest continent in the planet, even though the maps don't quite show that. But um, let's go ahead and uh, uh, talk about. Uh, it, let, I want to localize it to Texas, and then we'll expand it to what Biden sure, is doing. Sure. Uh, what are you doing here in Texas? With regards, or what's going on in Texas right now with regards to drought and climate change?
2: Well, uh, there's drought here and there. It isn't like the drought that hit us in, in 2010 and 2011, it, but it's 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 significant. If you talk to farmers out in West Texas, it's really significant. Um, there and it's growing a little bit. Um, that isn't so much the problem. The problem is that what's ahead in the near future if we don't do something. And uh, right now, the, and it, you can't be kind of Texas solutions or Austin solutions right. or Houston solutions. It has to be a national bill. The, the problem is just too big for it to be, be done piecemeal. It has to be done with a national bill.
0: OK, now when you when you talk about going back to that four year mission, given that, you know, we know that Texas has been in a almost a consistent drought to 2010 was horrendous. Right now, if I take a look at the lake levels on the Colorado River, I see some issues there and, and, and other places. If we look at the Colorado River in Colorado, it's yeah. even worse. We have a constant decline in, in the in the lake levels, which means we have low snowpacks, all that kind of stuff. Four years, are you saying that uh, all these particular issues will get worse, correct?
2: Well, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that in four years, it will be too late. And regardless of what we do, it won't work. Well, there, there's geoengineering that, that could solve the, pro- solve the problem, Meaning but it also in create the carbon a bigger the problem than, than what we're witnessing. No, I'm not saying that it will be that, that all the effects will be apparent in four years. I'm just saying we'll reach a point, what the scientists are saying, that it'll just be too late and we won't be able to do much about it uh, without resorting to ge- geoengineering and everything that I've read that that could, that there's a possibility that could be have the side effects as bad as climate change. And- so
1: let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me,
2: So we want to do it kind of the more traditional way. There's already too much, too many emissions in the atmosphere already. So we're going to have to do two things at the same time. We're going to have to lower our emissions with things like renewables and other things. And then we're also going to have to figure out a way to take emissions out of the air. So. It's new admissions, we need to stop new admissions and then take emissions out of the air. And you can do, Biden's plan ha- actually has some of that. We, uh, farmers, they can grow different crops and they won't till in the same way. And their crops can be used to absorb emissions. Uh, and the same thing with forests. And I gather that there's, I, I was just reading this morning, there's an initiative on forest also that might happen. So that, those two things can take care of the emissions in the air. And then we need to go to, a, we need to do a variety of different things, but maybe the primary one being it, uh, being, uh, excuse me, uh, the primary one is uh, renewables. And, right. you know, just kind of put them out as much as we can pot and fast as we can put them out. This is solvable. But okay, so let's we, we know it's solvable. Now
0: let's go ahead and equate this now to uh, Biden's plan. What's good about Biden plans and can Biden plan as it stands right now start the mitigation or is it just too little too late.
2: It's too little too late, but it's a good start. It's much, much better than anything he's been associated with in the past. Um and it, it has things of climate justice provisions that come from Green New Deal. They're kind of not filled out very much, but that they're there. It does a lot about transportation and electric cars and mass transit. Um, it does a lot of things about a lot of things, uh, but it's it's still too late. It doesn't do anything about fracking, um, except on federal lands. I tell you what,
0: I think for the audience, what, what we probably should do here is so that the audience sees that uh, the work that you're doing is pretty damn complete. Uh, you have a, a website, a page that I'm going to post along with the blog post that goes with this. And let sure. me read a few things. You said that the Biden plan includes important but limited elements of climate justice for communities that have been damaged by emission and pollution in the past. Farmers changing their forming habits to sequester emissions, spending heavily on electric vehicles, mass transit and energy efficient buildings, if electricity production being carbon free by 2030, and the hope that USA progress will uh, encourage China, U- the European Union, Japan, South Korea, and others. Guys, you got to put Great Britain in there now because they're no longer a part of the European Union. Right. As a part mm-hmm. of, um, a part of the, the answers. These are the largest emitters in the world right now. Um, so if, uh, uh, the, the Biden plan, as you see it, it's just a very small start.
2: It's better than a small start, but it's still inadequate. Like I said, it's better than anything he's been associated with in the past. And they're, they're real. some of the, the things that you read are important, especially the last one. If the U.S. can do something significant, since we're the biggest emitter per capita and historically, if the U.S. can do something, then that will encourage other countries to do it. What happens is that countries hide behind each other. They blame right. the problem on the next country. And if we move, that that will take away being able to blame it on us.
0: Well, you know, I think we, as, as Americans, we also have to be honest, right? We built our wealth on carbonizing the air.
2: Absolutely. Which
0: means uh, countries that have not yet built their wealth, uh, I think they justifiably can say we want some sort of a compensation not to do to the planet to the atmosphere what you've done to enrich yourself right isn't that something that is fair
2: that's that's absolutely important in Kyoto uh which was 97 it was the like the yearly UN climate conference they they were starting to take that into account and that they they knew that there was historical uh there was a history that have would have to be resolved and poor countries would have to be uh Compensated, compensated or helped in some way for the emissions that rich countries did. Because poor countries have very little in terms of emissions, Africa especially, right. but also India, even China and others. They, their, their per capita emissions are just a, a fraction of what here. So yes, yeah, something has to be done. And in Copenhagen, nine, they turned their back on what happened in Kyoto, And they, I mean, they really turned their back. And and, in Paris in 2015, they finished that off by by saying that poor countries cannot, uh, they made poor countries sign a document that said that they cannot sue rich countries for the damage done to them.
0: It is amazing. You know, let me stop you there because it is amazing how, uh the 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 capitalist countries work it is always about uh protecting something that you may have done uh to hurt somebody else in order to do something that is good that is I mean we see it in medicine in in the pharmaceutical industry we see it in all these different industries across the board and and that is almost a destined this destined failure but continue please
2: no, that, that was basically it. You know, they, they've they turned their back on the poor countries. They were going to set up a fund. It was a small fund, not nearly enough. But at least they were going to do that. But they haven't funded that fund. Um, and so they've really turned their backs on the countries of, of Asia, uh, Latin America, and especially Africa. They've turned. Right. I that have a, a history in Africa. That is a I, shame. I was,
0: uh, that is a utter shame. Uh, I, before we go, I want to go ahead and say uh, you also, at your excellent page on your website, cite uh, that which the Biden plan does not cover appropriately. And what you say is one, it does not ban fracking. Two, methane leaked from frac wells is up to eighty times more potent than CO two, the gas we hear most about. It doesn't do anything about that. Dates for the ending of fossil fuel. Uh, extraction and fuel use, which are early enough to avoid the worst of climate change, sufficient investment in research infrastructure, frontline communities and technology, Uh, more progressive versions of a Green New Deal to allocate up to eight times the, uh, the, the money of Biden's plan, which means it's very inadequate. Attention to the voices of the communities of color. And why that is so important is right now, again, If you take a look at where most of the pollution occurs, where most of the CO2 is let out from factories, from refineries, it's generally in areas with people of color, which means you get more healthcare costs and all these other things, which further suppress their ability to build capital and to live a healthy life. And lastly, currently the plan simple lists statistics and says it will stand up to fossil fuel companies without giving any real direction.
2: All of that's absolutely true. The most important, some, well, all of that's really important. Another thing that is really important also is that Kerry and Biden both have a history of using market mechanisms.
3: Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Whether you're a market seller, I'll
2: take two tomatoes and a cucumber.
3: Poodle pamperer,
2: <laughs> piano
3: tuner, or plumber. Signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Touch-free QR code payments. Shop safe with PayPal.
0: This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner, With a house full of family and lots of laughs. (laughs)
3: COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
2: Which, Which are a way for corporations to say, I'll do something someplace else in India or China or Uh, or indonesia but i don't want to cut emissions in our factories in this country right and it's called market mechanisms or cap and trade and it's just full of corruption always and it won't work it's never worked it won't work but it you know it's like they can say well we did this well Uh, and then when it plays out
0: our economic system, uh, Jerry, it's always about something. Uh, it's always capital over everything else.
2: That's absolutely and, true. And if
0: you put capital over everything else, uh, you lose the, huma- the human part about it. And unfortunately, those with capital can go ahead and live in a sterilized environment where they can control the atmosphere, but everybody else lives within the mess that they create.
2: No, that's absolutely true. And it's a horror. You know, I, I started to say that I have a, a history in Africa from being in Peace Corps, but I also ha- have joined uh, groups in Africa over the years. And so I, I, I'm i not active in that sense, but I really track what's going on
0: there. Right.
2: Because like it's the canary in the coal mine and it's let, already let, happening.
0: Let, I think it's great that you have this project. Uh, it's, uh, it's called Texas Draw Project, of course. But uh, one of the th- contentions that I have is We tend, as those that are progressive, tend to lean hard on the politicians. We lean hard on Biden. We lean hard on these things. Um, Don't you think we need to start uh, doing more in the community proper so that we can build a bigger base of people who understand this stuff and really pressure the politician do you think maybe that that's that we need to put a bit more effort there and that's a question i don't i can't quite answer you know you should know that better than i can
2: no we're we're trying to do that in our modest way we're doing lot lots of outreach to people of color uh, it's to you know it's late in the day but we we've been trying for a number of years to do that um, and it's important. There has to be a larger coalition than white environmentalists and much larger than that. Uh, and
0: the, the question is, you know, you, you say you're reaching out to the people of color. That's important. But also, let me, let me tell you something that, that bothers me many times within our body politic. Um, there is a mass of people. Let's look, at, let's look at the people who think the green. I just, before I came on air with you, I went and read AOC's Green New Deal resolution. I read the entire resolution. Uh-huh. And uh, the reason I wanted to read it is I wanted to see what it is that uh, all those Trump supporters were really upset about and the things that they said about it. And actually, for the, his base, the Green New Deal is a hell of a deal for them. And yeah. uh, uh, that they don't know that. And again, the, uh, the, you know, that to me, that is a big mass of people that we should also target in other words we don't only have to target the progressive coalition but I think we have to find a way to target them too my question to you is how can you how can we do that what you're doing here is great coming on to a program that has reached not only in a progressive sphere but in a conservative sphere but don't you think we have to kind of get into more of that sphere as well
2: yeah, I think we need to reach out into all communities. I mean, we, 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 there are four people that, I'm three other people that are working now. And we're, we're trying that. Uh, in terms of, uh, we're, we're, we're making inroads in labor, or labor is just moving, which is, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's a split labor. Some people support climate action, others don't so much. But you had Texas AFL-CIO that, passed uh, a year and a half ago at the summer conference passed a pretty good um, a pretty good bill a resolution um, you have seiu that's that's working with us you have national nurses united that's working with us and you have Ryan Pollack who's with uh, with the IBEW of the electricians has done incredible work and Stuff and then you, you, doing that, you get into way out of, kind of middle class environmentalists. You get into working people, uh, through the unions, uh, and we're 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 trying. But
0: I. Well, let me. The fact there are that, only four of us. But Jerry, Jerry, the, the fact that you're here and that you're putting this out, that is important. I I am give, I'm throwing that clarin call out not for you and your organization, but for other people who are going to be listening to uh, the program, yeah. that we all have to do more, all of us. You are doing a lot. You're out there. You're, your organization, from everything that I hear uh, here in town, and I'm in Houston, you're in Austin, everything that I hear, you are, you're a very hard-working organization. We need a lot more to do a hell of a lot of that kind of work mostly educating the people throughout the country. Uh, and not only, not only progressives per se, not only union people per se, but this, you know, w- when, that, when that tsunami comes, it doesn't only affect progressives, it affects everybody.
2: Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, that's true. What, what I wanna do is encourage people to go to our website And there's a way to sign up or my my phone number is there. The phone number of the other organizers is there. Lauren does Houston, Tenny. she's with uh, our revolution, but she's working with us half time. And we have, there's plenty of work to be done. Biden's climate bill will probably, will almost surely come for a vote in the first hundred days of his administration um, and we're, we're we're kind of scared that it might come earlier than later. Um, I'm a little bit reassured by uh, information I got yesterday that it it, may, it won't be right away. It mm-hmm. it'll it it'll be slowed down a bit. Um, and but there needs to be a, a gigantic mobilization happens in this state. That means uh, we're one thing we're asking every group that we talk to and every person that we ask to. You have a list that you could, you know, call when the time comes, and everyone's saying yes. Um, so we hope that a lot of different groups will mobilize their email list, and their Twitter, and their this and that. Uh, it has to know. be gigantic. It can't be just just half-hearted. Not anywhere near that. Sheila Jackson Lee, we hope. I think she will be. She, uh, she will be a champion on this mm-hmm. issue. Al Green, we have hopes for Lizzie Fletcher um, and Sylvia Garcia. It's going to be harder, but they're, they're signs of hope, even you know, with them. Uh, and that's kind of how it is all over the state. There there's some Congress people that we want to be champions. Lloyd Doggett's one that comes. Veronica Escobar yes, in El Paso yes, yes. comes to mind.
0: Well, that is that is great, uh, Jerry. Jerry. Um, Before we close here, what would you have liked me to ask you? What would you like to put out there that I hadn't asked or that you want to get out there?
2: Uh, Almost everything. I just want to say once again, go to our website, Texas Drought Project, and you'll find phone numbers that you can call, call any of the organizers, Um, and it's time to mobilize. I mean, we may only have a month left before this is decided, and what the U.S. does as I said before, will may determine what other countries do. This isn't a problem just for the US, but the fact that we're such a huge emitter per capita, it, we're, if we move, that will move other countries.
0: Uh, Jerry Locke, Director of Texas Drought Project. You can reach him at, uh, you can get to their website at texasdroughtproject.org. Yes. texasdroughtproject.org. Please go there, sign up, help the movement. The environment belongs to us all. Let's make sure and get this right. Uh, it's been my pleasure to have you on Politics Done Right. Jerry, you, uh, thank you for all the work that you do. You please keep doing what you're doing.
2: And thank you for the thoughtful interview.
0: With our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join. Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only
3: place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone.
1: So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen, Make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the Stretch and Flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day.